welcome back to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm And that's it. That's us. And it's a special episode today because we are back on Skype. We're short-staffed this week. (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody. Like all all successful businesses. I don't think anybody's got We can't hold on to our employees. (laughs) Uh, The employees are on strike. We are the scabs that were hired to (laughs) fill in. Um, Warped Enterprises. Sean and I are are management, and May is like a a visiting scab that we've crossed the picket line to join us. It's right. uh, it's um, yeah. Except Welcome there is back, no money, May. so don't get yeah, your hopes up because there is why no, you would be a scab for no money, but there is no actual pay. But other than that, <laughs> uh, welcome back, May. It's been a while since you've been on the show. Uh. <laughs> uh. Happy New Year! Everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year. This, this is our first. This will be our first 2022 yeah. episode, right? It will. And uh, yeah, so today we are watching season four, episode 15 of Next Generation First Contact. And I got 45.50 on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. This is one of the rare episodes that starts in the Latin term in media res. Ooh, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> Not to get all hoity-toity filmy on you guys. Uh-huh. Well, what does that mean? Means in the middle of a scene. Oh. Yeah, they did a lot of they did a lot of work to uh create <laughs> some uh, alien have, tech here. Those people have holes on the top of their heads. Yes. I don't I wish Aaron was Oh, look at their hands. They only got four fingers. <laughs> That was not even a. That was like a mitten hand. Like yeah. he didn't even have. They don't even have fingers. They have. Yeah, they're like really kind of like flippers. Yeah, they're connected. Oh, it's a good thing Aaron's not here. She would not be happy about any. Yeah, of this. there's a, and we get to see a lot of them. Oh my God, he's got toes. He's got toes. <laughs> we don't have toes. <laughs> Why is he so? De- oh, and he doesn't have. Oh, mitten. he's got fingers. Doctor, I've discovered a new fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you watch this episode, Jake? I yeah, we watched it. You watched the episode. You watched it too, May. Yep. There's yep. a special guest star. There is, there is a very special guest star. This this is a stats. So today we are watching an episode of Star Trek. No, you weren't ready. <laughs> so you first weren't contact. Ready. Original uh, air date February 16th, 1991. Disguised as an alien prior to first contact, Will's life becomes imperiled when incurred injuries reveal his foreign internal structure to a xenophobic alien population. May, you watch the episode. Yep. What do you think the IMD rating of this episode is? I'm going 7 7. Oh, you like this one. Yeah. Ooh, I thought she was going to say 7. Well, no, yeah. when she likes the episode, it's 7-7. Seven, seven, so. That's right. Is I like this episode, too. Special guest. It's good. I give it a 7-4. I feel like this is not a popular episode. I don't know why I think that, but Ooh, I'm going to say 7. It's 8.2. Oh. So he wins. He wins. 
And as you said, there is a very special guest star on this. BB Newworth has a part. It's a. Uh... It's called First Contact, but it's not Raker's First Contact. Uh, <laughs> with, with alien genitals. No. He knows all he knows all about alien genitals. Yep. Yeah, when Data says I'm like fully functional and first in several mm-hmm. techniques, Raker just giggles uh-huh. to himself. Like, Why? He's like, yeah, sure. Okay, bad. whatever, robot. <laughs> <laughs> I have real world experience. You may have, you may have book learning, but, uh, but I've been out in the field. Nothing better than real I world applications. You can't even imagine. Yeah. She was uh, uh, filming Cheers at the time. And Ooh, George happen- Hearn? Yeah, George Hearn. And yeah. Sweeney Todd. Oh. Yep. That's one. Like I said, I was saying this has got an interesting cast of guest stars aside from BB Newworth. Uh-huh. It also has uh, I don't know if his last name right is. There. Yep, Ensign or Ensign, but his name Michael Ensign, and uh-huh. he is the hotel manager uh, from Ghostbusters when they first go to when they go get Slimer. Uh huh. And he also plays hotel manager in Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> that was really hilarious. So he's, he's got, got like a niche. Two, where, two credits on a, his IMTV. They need a hotel manager. Hotel manager. That's hotel what they manager. call <laughs> uh-huh. and, So uh, they're like, you are not one of us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what you are, but we know you're not one of us. Yeah, he d- does his best to play it off. He's just like, look, I can't tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to tell him that he's just like a weird, he's like a weird genetic, like, deformity or something, right? He's like, I was just born weird like this. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, a freak, like, okay? Just send me, not, yeah, give me, get me to my regular doctor. They're familiar with my weird, you know, things and everything will be fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dumbass says Crusher. Yeah, that's his doctor's name. Yeah. Do you think Crusher works as a name on this planet? Probably not. But uh, this episode, unfortunately, is a very talky-talky episode. There's not a whole lot of action in it. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a very diplomacy-heavy. Yeah. And uh, So, therefore, we should talk about something else. Yeah. See, ordinarily, if Aaron was here, I would talk about, like, the Prime Directive and how you're not supposed to be <laughs> on planets and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to do that. I'll just stand it for her. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Look, he has a square she pillow. She likes it when I talk about Star Trek to her. <laughs> to, a, to a point. To a point where she says, okay, uh, I'm going to need more awesome. popcorn. It's all show. She just does it for the ratings. Yeah. Got to have conflict, you know. She's doing, she's playing a bit part. Yep. So you like this episode, May? Yeah, I like the BB New Earth part. I like the lady <laughs> scientist part of her being like, I, uh, you know, I, I'm doing all this science and it's for a reason. Stop standing in my way. Of you know, making my science worse the stuff. 
So is it the main doctor that's the Sweeney Todd actor? Is yes. That... yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. This guy? No. No, the other guy that just left. The older guy that was the main, asking him. The good the guy doctor. Right. Was he in the original Broadway or? He was the the he was the second Sweeney Todd. Oh, okay. after, Lynn Carew was the guy who played him in the original Broadway production. But is George he Hearn. The, is he in the taped version with Angela? Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. It's him and Angela Lansbury in the in the version that they filmed for great performances or whatever it was. That guy's a guy too. Yeah, he's been in a million things. And that lady's a guy, a lady too. That's <laughs> Carolyn Seymour. She has been on Star Trek before. We've met she was a Romulan in a and in an earlier episode. That guy looks like the punky Brewster dad. Is that the punky Brewster dad? Which one? The the that guy? No. No, that guy. Glasses? No, the guy with the glasses is the, the hotel manager guy. No, the white haired guy. That, that guy. guy. Oh no, it is not. That's not. You can uh, tell we haven't done a remote episode in a long time yeah, because we're, we're like, long. we've forgotten how to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, that guy. That guy. Right there. That guy. Him. So, I like the fact that glasses apparently are. are uh, Those are some thick are fucking. A, are a thing in, the, in another planet. <laughs> Those aren't just glasses. Those are like, get beat up on the playground. <laughs> You got two ears that are on the side of your head. Glasses are going to be the same. I guess. That's the rule. Yeah, that actress there, not only is she in several episodes of Star Trek. I feel she like is, she's a Romulan. Does she play a Romulan? She does. Yeah, she, was, she plays two different Romulans. She's, we've already seen her as a Romulan, and she will play a Romulan again. She's got a Romulan-y look to her. Yeah, I was just going to say that. She definitely could... She <laughs> also as a Romulan. You put she, some she pointy ears on voice. her, and you got yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. a Romulan. Yeah. She also does a voice on Matt's favorite video game, Mass Effect. Oh yeah, Excellent. yep. All three Mass Effects actually. Oh, she's a recurring. Yep, Doctor Schweiker or something like that. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the game, so I couldn't tell you. But. Yeah, I'm ashamed to say I don't know either. But it's not one of the main people. I know that no. much. Yeah. <laughs> He's in all three, That's so right keeps we'll showing up. Yeah, well, I don't know who it is. So <laughs> I love that they just like beam down, and they're like, "Well, our mission went to shit, so we're just gonna go. We're just gonna pull the ripcord and just tell her the truth." Yeah. Yeah. We, well, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta bail Riker out. Yeah, yeah, but they don't even try to like go after him, pull a heist or something. They yeah, just, they like, don't try to. They just go right down and are like, "Here's what's going on, lady. <laughs> we need you to help us." What do they want her to do? Help him? Help her? Fi- help them find Riker because they yes. can't find Riker. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. that's probably why they they don't do it. They've been they have been there have been Federation people on the planet for years. Uh-huh. Studying them because they're sure. they're just on the brink of warp drive. And she's right. the main warp drive lady. Right. She's the one who's pushing the and then the uh they put and Riker was there to sort of be a liaison because they were just about to make contact with him. Uh-huh. And then he got in like a rumble. There was some kind of riot that he got hurt in. And that's why then that's what screwed then he's gone missing. So they came they're like, okay, well, pretty much because that happened, we're just upping the the uh the time we make contact with you by a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, she's this planet's Zephram Cochran. I gotcha. And she's very much like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's down for it. Yeah, well, she's like a space scientist. Of course she wants to meet aliens. But they're in a very culturally conservative, like, they're people. Yes, they're very much Earth in the 20th century. Yeah. 21st century. Probably the 22nd century. Look, that is that Bolian guy. There's what's that's not the same one, though. No, that's not the barber, I guess. No, because the barber's not a Starfleet guy. That guy's wearing a Starfleet uniform. They the got get rid like of the, the little smoke harmonica thing on there from for those guys, don't they? Or is it a different species? I thought those were different. I thought those Are were they? different people. Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. This is their go-to move whenever they want to prove to someone that they're from outer space is to show them uh, their planet from orbit. Yep. Picard does it all the time. He also does it in the movie First in Contact. First Contact, yeah. Yep. I mean, it's a good move. Well, it's, yeah. a good, it's an excellent trick. Right? <laughs> it's a quick way it's to It's a do real it panty dropper. Like, you, show oh, somebody, wow. okay. you show somebody outer space and they're like, wow. Someone who doesn't know, you know, that concept is completely foreign. It would be a panty dropper. She's just like, so do we get probed now or how does this work? <laughs> when does the probing begin? <laughs> I'm ready. No, really, we don't do that. I no, I would really like. Outer space. I am Jake. ready to get probed on behalf of my people. Jake, would you go to outer space if NASA was like, we've chosen one person to get to go to outer space and it's you? I mean, they choose a lot of people. I don't know if you know that, Matt, but. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean like a random civilian. A rando. No. Right. I, no, no desire. No. I don't, I don't need to. I don't need it. I, I get the, 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 the message of being in space is already like, I get it. I already want. Boy, you are what the typical Generation Xer, man. Just no motivation at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we are fucked with the species right now. That's not why. I would do it. I would go to space. But only if it was like real space. I wouldn't want to be one of those. I wouldn't want to do that bullshit. Uh, the, the Amazon that Shatner did? Amazon uh, delivery to not, space? Yeah, that doesn't really count. I feel like it doesn't count if you don't like if you're not up there for more than like two minutes, like you have to go up there and at least you have to at least do like a full orbit. orbit. Right. Agreed. Ideally what you'd want to do is go to the, the space station for like, but you wouldn't want to go up there for too long. You just want to go for like a day. Right. Just so you can see what it's like. Yeah. And then you could come. You gotta, you gotta like go to, you gotta sleep in space. You gotta, you know, have a meal. You gotta poop once or twice, and <laughs> you gotta least. play at least like one full board game with somebody. And then, if you're up there that long, that that counts. Then you've done all the things there are to do up there. Right, like science experiments or whatever. Do you uh, guys remember last week? I think it was last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. We were talking about the buttons on Kirk's chair. And how he had that one button that was like eject guy <laughs> from the yes. episode where he had to eject the guy. Create, create plot point. Yeah, that episode was called Court Martial. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But we were talking about the buttons and how funny it was that he would have a button that was devoted just to that one specific task of ejecting a guy. So I looked up, I found a, I found a picture a screenshot from that episode that shows the, the buttons Uh on Kirk's chair. So, so this is a little game we're going to play. Who wants to guess what buttons (laughs) Kirk has on his chair? What? Are they all labeled? Uh, actually you, you, well, you've skipped, you've, you've, You've skipped all the way to the end. They are not all labeled. Okay. Yeah, I, that was going to be my big twist reveal, Sean. Yeah. You jumped, Sorry. figured it out Sorry. too fast. I will tell you that there are five buttons. Only three of them are say what they do. So the third one is, eject. and you already know that one of them is eject guy. <laughs> right. Although it doesn't uh, say that, it says jettison pod. But yeah. that's that's the button. Um, so there are two more. One is like, is it comms or something? Communications? No. <sighs> uh, we all know that one of them's the call ensign Yeoman ran to to bang me, but I don't know if that one's labeled. It's not. Water? Yeah, yeah blood. <laughs> Coffee? Yep. Lungs. It's a little disappointing. One is yellow and is labeled alert. So that's the yellow alert uh, button. And one is red and it's labeled alert. And that's oh. the alert And that's it. And then the other two, buttons four and five, are just clear. Like They're they don't fully, have any color and they don't have any label on them. So it's like they have not yet been. It's like those buttons are TBA. Like they haven't assigned a task to those other two buttons yet no you those are the ones where he more buttons than five yellow buttons. alert red alert and jettison pod but <laughs> uh, apparently not like those buttons are all he needs to get by usually one of his buttons is call scotty right like he's always he's always punching a button whenever well, that... he needs scotty to do something yeah i thought that was a good jacob's idea that one of them would be comms made sense because it seems like he's always pushing one of those buttons to call people whenever he wants to talk to somebody he has to push a button but nope i guess they just didn't bother like whoever was in charge of like designing the that shot didn't bother to put (laughs) didn't bother to put the other they're like we got one alert their version of screeny is not as good as our version of screeny I just put the picture into the Skype chat if you guys want to can see the the picture of the close up of the buttons. He's pushing the jettison pod button. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> jettison. Their version of Screeny looks like missile command on like an Atari 2600. It's not it's not great. <laughs> so that's super impressive. I got in, uh, <laughs> this is embarrassing, but it's funny. I got an enormous amount of iTunes <laughs> dollars for Christmas because I wanted to replenish that is embarrassing. CDs that I have no longer have access to on my iPhone. Right. And uh, one of the albums I bought was the album that Pac-Man Fever was on. What album was Pac-Man Fever on? It's called Pac-Man Fever. It was an album of songs all about different video games from the time. Oh, 
What other out? Al- what other <laughs> songs? A, a Frogger song, and a Centipede song. Centipede, yeah, got and it. a Donkey Kong song. Space Invaders. Uh, no, there's an Asteroid song. Okay. A Defender song. Mm-hmm. A Mousetrap song, and a Berserk song. You remember Berserk? Uh, vaguely. Berserk was the uh-huh. weirdest. It was like you were in a room and you had to kill everybody in the room and then get out when the door opened. And you just kind of went from room to room and the rooms got harder and harder. Mm. And, but there was always, there was this weird thing in it where there was like a, a ball that was a smiley face that would kind of bounce around the room. And it was the one thing you couldn't destroy. And you just kind of had to avoid it while you killed the other things. <laughs> Video games in the 80s. I don't remember any of those songs. The the only one that made that had any was uh, Pac-Man Fever. That's the only one that ever got released out into the world. But I had that album on vinyl when I was a kid and thought uh-huh. it was amazing. And so I wanted to hear the songs again. And I was wrong. <laughs> how much not, how much uh, how much money did that cost you to buy like that five album? Bucks. On That's this was a cute moment in the show. Marasta's like, I I want to beam to the surface. Did I do that right? Did I say that right? Beam? <laughs> and she's like, I'm picking up the lingo. I'm like, what of you? When's Lilith show up? Uh, in a bit. She only comes in to fuck Riker and then she's out. Yep. Huh. She's only in one scene. She gets what you she wants. They, you think she helps they him out for like 10 seconds. For her, you know? I think it was a time thing. Uh-huh. Like, she was filming Cheers at the time. So, like, I guess because they were both on Paramount, of course. So she would kind of share duties. And apparently she would go to, like, rehearsals at Cheers with the makeup on. And it would make everybody laugh. But... They were. I was reading the thing about all the people from. Yeah, you know, it's a fairly famous meme on, uh, on uh, line about Cheers being a holodeck program on Star Trek because of how many people were on on both shows. <laughs> cool. Um, Memory Cap- Alpha tells me that this is the third of four times the captain shows a native female her home planet from orbit. <laughs> it really is one of his signature moves. <laughs> Actually, four times is not nearly as many as I would have thought it would be. <laughs> he did it with Rivon in Justice, Nuria in Who Watches the Watchers, this episode, and then uh, Alfred Woodard in this is the movie, First Contact. This episode is also special because it's episode 88, which means it's the halfway point of Next Generation. Yeah, we're in the down. We're, from we'll here be, on out, it's all yep. downhill. So, oh, I thought we were totally in the downhill already. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, downhill in terms of number of episodes, not yeah, in terms no. of quality. That, no, that's well, what I mean. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, well. But at least the I mean, the episodes are, are like, you know, pretty good from here on out. Like, no, I, look, no, they're all, I mean, they're great. I start looking at the list. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And that's a good one. And they just all seem good. So honestly, we're, we're quite a bit ahead in the rewatch. Like 
we're not even bothering to wait for to do the oh, pod at this good. point. It's just fun to watch them. That's good. They're, they're good. Oh, interesting. You're cheating. You're going ahead. That's right. I mean, like, it's not like Chevy Chase in that episode of Community where he reads ahead. Oh yeah. Streets ahead. <laughs> Street's ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. He reads it. He reads out of the the, the adventure Dungeon. guide. Yeah. Yeah. For the Dungeons and Dragons book. The episode. Oh that yeah. You're not people with the DVDs can watch now. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you're enjoying watching it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, and and it's you know it's it's rewatch still a lot for these. I, the, you know, I've got a lot of experience watching. The next generation. <laughs> Did you watch it for the most yeah, part? This is not my kid? first time at the rodeo. Oh, here he comes! Here comes Lilith. Yeah, and her is her deal that she's just horny for aliens. Yep. <laughs> I kind of forgot what the point of this scene. No. Was. It's not really. It's not really a scientific interest. It's just. Yeah, the, she's just. It's pretty sciencey. She's just like. I want to know what it's like to fuck an alien. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that it's, I mean, it's obviously. She's like, I'm not afraid of you. I am like, <laughs> yeah, she wants to know. She wants to know what it's like. And but like, what part, is it, she? Is she like a doctor or something? Yeah. What's, yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's definitely on the staff at this hospital here. Yeah. So. They're all doctor or nurses or whatever, but. And he's still pretending he's not an alien because yeah, he's, that, that's yeah. his mission is to not give it away. It's, he doesn't realize that Jean-Luc's just going around telling everybody now. Right. He's still trying to maintain the... Well, because the other scientist, the lady scientist said, my people won't like the fact that you guys have been here already for a while, so don't tell them that you have someone down there. But you did tell the leader guy. Right, as well. Yeah, right. Oh, at this point, that's all they've told. She's not, they're, he's, they're like, yeah. they're like xenophobic, kind of, right? Like, they're yes. Like, totally. And, and they it's are... that guy with the glasses who was like, I, this is a bad idea. This warp drive is a bad idea. We're going to invite people to come conquer us. And she's like, All right, I'll help you, but you got to fuck me. And Riker's like, Well, no, I don't know. This is going to work. And he's like, like Yeah. She's like, I'm barely alive. I can't wait to learn. She's in it for the science. And she's like, if you want it out, you got to give it up, buddy. She's like, I want to see what your weird alien genitals look like. <laughs> and then. And Riker's like, and Riker's like, wow, the tables have really turned. Uh, Usually yeah. I'm the one who says that. The best part, though, is you know he did it because she comes out and she does what she said she was going to do. Oh, yeah. She definitely, he definitely did it. Look at her face. She's like, <laughs> She's I like, just. Yeah, that was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Riker like, fucks his totally way out of his problems. They should have a, they, you know, you know that episode of the old show where uh, Spock goes back in time and has sex with Marriott Hartley yes. in the like frozen yeah, tundra. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a couple of novels that were written after that that are about the child that Spock and Marriott yeah. Hartley have. Um, that Spock later, <laughs> Spock goes back and finds this, the, finds out that he, that he had a son. They should right. do that with this episode. They should have Riker and BB New Earth have like an alien hybrid baby. Yeah. yeah. 
Go ahead and write it, Matt. Uh, I mean, how many hybrid babies has Riker left around the galaxy? Uh, well, I like to think that Riker is careful about these kinds of things, but we have talked you know, about that before. He's There's never met any of these like, aliens before. He right doesn't there, know how like, their shit works. There's no way he would have known. There's no way he had protection on him. Maybe he always has protection. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> he's always got protection on him. One of those guys that carries a condom in his wallet. Boy, they just keep beating the shit out of him. Yeah. This poor doctor's like, dude, this is a fucking hospital. Why the hell are you beating up this guy? Even if he is an alien, like, we still should be respectful of the fact that he's a, a living organism. <laughs> like, I just think it's hilarious that the only reason they had Baby Newworth come in for this episode was to do that one thing. That's and it. That's, that's, that's it. That, that's all. She's done. <laughs> I that was when I, I watched this this morning and it was it was, I was laughing. Yeah, that so guy, hard. Oh, the guy in the glasses, he always plays that kind of yes, guy. Yeah, yep. he's always the sort of like nebbishy, like this is a terrible idea yep, yep. kind of guy. You guys want to hear about what's coming up? Here's what our since this is our first episode of 2022. Yes, let's talk about what's going to happen in 2022. In, in in not very long, in just in at the beginning of April. We'll get to the end of this season. We'll get to watch a movie. We have to decide what movie we're going to want to watch. We still haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. And then just a couple of months after that, chronologically, we get to Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered yep. Country. And then we'll, that will be the end of our time with the original crew. Yeah, for a while anyway. So uh, we get some with, uh, I guess, oh, I guess maybe, I don't know. Is that, there's a. Well, Scotty. Scotty comes back, and I, there's a well, I don't know. I guess the episodes with Spock, I think, are before Star Trek. We'll get to those first. Yeah, those yeah. come up pretty. Soon, I think. Can I tell you the one thing I remember about Star Trek Six? Yeah, it's there's there's a moment where I think it's Kirk kicks an alien in like a knee, the knee or something, and like yep. Bones explains, not everybody has their whatever. No, it's not area. Bones. Except it's, it's not Iman. Bones. It's who is it? It's supermodel Iman. Yeah, Iman. Yeah. So who plays an that's, alien? The shapeshifting alien. Yeah. Yeah. She he kicks him in the knee, and she's like, "That was not his knee." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I thought of us keep our genitals in the same place. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's it. Yep. That's it. Kirk's, I love that movie you so Kirk, much. You think that Kirk, who is the, the prototype for right. Would already know that oh, not everyone keeps their genitals in the same place. Right. <laughs> Kirk's been around the, the galaxy a few times. Yes. <laughs> I would I think mean, we get that... one more movie in yep. towards the end of the year. We'll get one more movie. Uh, so we've got two movies and Star Trek Six coming up this year, which is <laughs> not technically a movie. What are you talking about? Movies in <laughs> no, he wasn't counting Star Trek it. That's my favorite of the original it's series movies. That is an incorrect opinion, but it's okay. I understand. I'm not saying that movie. I think it's I'm a not, better movie than I understand. I, I objectively think that Wrath of Khan is a better movie. I just enjoy it. It was really like the first I had seen, uh, you know, the one with the whales. Yeah. But Star Trek Six was the first one I watched, having like some level of knowledge of Star Trek, because I had watched 
a lot of next generation at that point. So, and I love the fact that the last like half hour of that movie, every line that uh, Christopher Plummer says is Shakespeare. Yes, that is true. He does a lot of shouting, <laughs> every shouting random line. lines. No matter what he says, every line is a direct quote from a Shakespeare play. <laughs> yeah. So Glasses Guy, his whole deal is like, we have to keep him as like a hostage because he doesn't trust the Enterprise people. Yes. He thinks they're, he thinks they're like space invaders, basically, right? Right, coming coming to conquer them. Yes, he figures anybody who would come here is here to conquer. This he told the guy we need to interrogate him. The guy's like, well, if we give we can wake him up, but if we do, it'll probably kill him. He's like, I don't care, wake him up anyways. He's like, no, I'm not gonna fucking do that. And he's like, well, fuck you, I'll replace you. That was the conversation they just had there. Yeah. And now Picard's like, come on, I need Riker. And guy's like, nope. <laughs> He's like, give me my guy back. Because he now knows that they have, they've been. That they've been there all along. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a little pissed that Picard didn't tell him. But this is actually a cool scene because Picard's like, I made a mistake. And, uh, and the guy's like, ooh, I like the fact that you make a mistake. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, then you're just like every other person. You make mistakes. He's all, dude, I make mistakes all the time. Yeah, his first mistake was not phasering this planet. <laughs> Why can't they find Riker? Why can't they just beam him out? Like, I he doesn't have his calm badge. Yeah, that was, that's why they can't. That was find a him. plot point early on that he asked. He said he had a piece of jewelry. Did he? And if they found it, and they said no, so they he can't communicate with them they can't find him because i'm get without the com badge they can't find you right and that i don't know i feel like data would be able to be like there's only one human being on this planet but there's not that's the problem there's other people there yeah but they're all starfleet people just beam them all up beam them all <laughs> just all of them disappear wherever they one are one of them's gonna be right how many could there be five beam well, them up. But if they're like in the middle of with other people on the planet and all of a sudden they just disappear, that might seem odd. <laughs> I'm just saying there's no way Data couldn't like find Riker. Like that's just. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that I think the plan to beam everybody up was not, that wouldn't work. They've just decided not to do that because they have to have this like conflict in this episode like, <laughs> that would be hilarious if there were like ten thousand people from starfleet on this planet already right there's like more like, of us than there are of them <laughs> <laughs> how many spies do you have on our planet five ten uh yeah ten 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 ish <laughs> actually you're the only Malkorian. <laughs> Even all the everyone people you Everyone else on this whole planet works for me. <laughs> Even guy with glasses, he's on my side. He's just been told to play a part. He's just doing a really good job of blending in. <laughs> His normal job is he works at a Jamba du Juice on Deck 12. <laughs> <laughs> but he's having a great time doing this. So. This is like Federation cosplay. I want to know what those green things are they've put on his face. 
some kind of because they kind of look like leaves. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, it looks like a poultice of some kind. <laughs> and this guy's plan is odd. He's like, <laughs> I, I don't want you coming here. So I'm going to make it look like you killed me, and then that way we won't allow your people here. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like an odd choice, but hey, who am I to judge? Well, they mentioned they're just like, he always had like a martyr complex. You know. Oh, did they say that earlier? I think they say that later. Well, I mean, they say that he, oh, he, he wanted, he to, be wanted to make himself a martyr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he he is he is dedicated to his cause. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, even if you don't get to enjoy the spoils of your work, I guess it's worth it if if it works. It feels like almost no one is in this episode besides Riker and Jean Luc and Troy. Like we don't even see the rest of the gang hardly. Yeah, they they a few of them show up right at the end, but other than that, yeah. I figure Beverly has to show up to like. Fix whatever's wrong with Riker for some reason. Wharf, and I don't know why, <laughs> but yeah, so far it's just been Riker, Picard, and oh, I guess they met Data, yeah, and Troy. They, yeah, they were up on the when they were up on the ship. I don't think Jordy's in the episode, but I don't, I can't remember. But that's all right because next week it's a very Jordy heavy episode, yeah, very Jordy. Oh, good, those ones are always good, which is why I think we should not do it without Aaron. Because it's also a whoopee episode. Oh, well, then for sure we have to wait. And it's a dirty, a skeevy with a lady episode. Oh, boy. It's the one where, where the doctor comes back that he has. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's the one where she comes back and finds yeah. the hologram. Yeah, the real one. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to wait and do that when all is all together. Yeah, I think we'll just do so. <laughs> I was as I was watching it, like we can't watch. Aaron will hate this episode. So if you can't miss it. Oh yeah, I was I, I was so ready for that episode. <laughs> sometimes phasers can like completely disintegrate you, and sometimes they just lightly yes! push over. Uh, I was just about to talk about that because, like, <laughs> if it was unkilled, there was a good chance he would have completely like removed all the evidence of himself getting killed. Right, just zap him away. <laughs> Riker's smart though; he he doesn't he stuns him. I kind of like their screeny though. Look at how cool it looks in the background, like that. Yeah, that it looks of sort light. of like a snowflake. Yeah, that effect is pretty cool. Yeah, You're, we're gonna get to see super screening in a minute here. He's up making on, that their screensaver when they get it up on when they get up on the Enterprise. Jacob, did you play Dragon's Lair the when you were a kid? I did a little bit. Philippe was super into Dragon's Lair. We, I used to play oh, the, the second one with Philippe all the time at round at the round table pizza. Yep. Yep. The second one was really hard. That's they, were all, they were all hard to me, but... Oh, my I God. They were so yeah. hard. They I were impossibly so hard. hard. Did yeah. you ever play Space Ace, the other one? Oh, yes. so, so this is the same. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. Did you ever play the hologram one? Not only impossible, but also, like, expensive. Like, yes. it, it was yeah. like a dollar That's to really play. Hard. 
and then you would play for like 10 seconds and your game would be over and you'd be yep. like fuck i just wasted a dollar on this game yeah 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 <laughs> did you ever play the... the game from sisterhood of the traveling pants dragon slayer yep we're talking about dragon's lair Oh, <laughs> it was a. Do you remember that man? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it was a. It was a cabinet game, like an arcade game. Yeah, and it was like it, fully hand-drawn blue, hand-drawn animation. But I think that's. I think that's the the same thing. Oh really? Maybe you're just playing? remembering it wrong. So maybe they did play it on pants. Yeah. See, there it is super screeny. Oh wow, so many. <laughs> super screeny. <laughs> The Asian dude from Pants played it, mm. and the the documentary, the filmmaking, like emo chick who met the girl, little girl who had cancer. They they were like all friends. They were friends with the Asian guy who played the the video game at the arcade. So that's it, my experience with that game. It was a very hard game to play. Yeah. Possibly difficult. You had to time it so perfectly. Is that why you bring it up, Matt? You just remembering how hard it was? Uh, well, Sean and I were talking about it the other day, so I had it in my notes as something to bring up. He must have. I, I must have been meaning to ask Philippe about it, so we'll have to talk about it again next week. But yeah. I just remember it being expensive and really hard. Yeah. And just yeah. never being able to get past like the first like two minutes of the yeah, game. Yeah. You had three lives, but they were gone in like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it fuck. was so it was so fiddly. Like if your timing wasn't exactly precise, oh. you just died. Sometimes it, it felt terrible. like you were right on time and it would still it die. Would still like, what the fuck? You. What did I do? I pushed the I hit the lever. I remember they also did either one any of you ever play the hologram one they had of that? It was it wasn't Dragon's Lair, but they made a three D hologram video game and it played exactly like those games did. Uh huh. Where you had the time thing, no, and I don't... the space thing. The only place I ever saw it was at the Disneyland Starcade, but it was just as impossible as Dragon's, and it was also like five dollars to or I don't know that much, but it was expensive to play as well. But it was a little hologram, three-dimensional thing that you, it was weird. It had like this weird. Did they concept. have the Dragon Slayer theme song on your on your video game songs uh, album that you bought? No, no, that was not one of them. It was a little after the time. Of Dragon Slayer had a lot of music in it. Was it called Time Traveler, Sean? The the hologram? Yeah, Maybe. I don't I don't remember. I know I think there was only one, so I'm guessing yes. Yeah. Dragon's Lair. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. There were like yeah, think, three. Did you put a picture on the? I put a picture chat? in the chat of what it looks like. Yeah, that's the guy you play. They had a. Did they have a? I know they had a Space Ace cartoon. Did they have a Dragon's Lair cartoon as well? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It seems like an obvious thing to do, right? Yeah. I don't think John Luke's fish is in his kit. Is in here there. It doesn't look. I couldn't find it when I was looking, but it might be. It kind of blends in with the coral sometimes. Sometimes he's hard to spot. Well, this is the thing. I don't. They the end of this show. The lady doctor is like, lady scientist is like, I want to go with you. Yeah, take you with you. 
You know, oh, you no, can you just can say see it. You can see it. You don't have to say Lady Doctor. <laughs> you can see the, 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 the fish. It was there. Oh, it was? You can see the fins poking out from behind the guy. But Picard's like, yeah, you can come with us. Where are they going to take her exactly is my theory. Like, what is she going to do? I mean, she's Starfleet now. She's like, I'm science. I do science. Put me in the science. She does so. She does old-ass science. She's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand her reasoning for wanting to go, but what is their reason for taking her? Yeah. It's like, ye- <laughs> where are they going to take her? Is she just going to live on the pl- on the ship now with them? We never see her again, so I don't know. She just disappears. They just do with her what they do with. Probably the... goes off to like the science academy or someplace like that. Yeah, they do what they do with her. The the science lady from um, Star Trek Four. They're just like, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm live with the whales. She's like, I'm going to learn about science now. Yeah, I've decided I'm not going to be in a relationship with you, and I'm going to do my own thing and fuck she's off. She's a she's a warp scientist, right? So she's yes. going to learn all about. She's going to go down to engineering and learn all about warp from Jordy. That's what she's going to do. Yeah. Jordy will inappropriately hit on her, and she'll be like, "Huh, men have and a chance." Go, wow, did I make a bad choice here? She's like, I see that humans are just like Malcorians. <laughs> They're just all hands. Very handsy. Very mitteny. On Malcorians, <laughs> they don't call it handsy. They call it mitteny. <laughs> Putting your mittens all over me. Get your get your flippers off me. That's what women on Malcorians say. Keep your flippers to yourself. There you go. First contact. Wow. Oh, did boy. it, folks. We did it. Uh, I didn't know how we were going to make it through. I really didn't. There were a couple moments there that I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So we apologize. We understand. It's been a while since we've done this. This one's a real, this Uh, one's a throwaway. Unfortunately, we kind of needed to do it because we didn't have any more episodes. But next week, we'll be back in person. It's our fault. Although I am glad that we were able to do an episode with May because it's always fun when May's around. Nice. Yeah, that part was good. But she won't come out to the podcast ranch, so. I don't, I don't go places. <laughs> it's hard to blame her. <laughs> Wrap it up, Matt. Um, No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, here's hoping uh, those, those capitalism-hating hating, uh, strikers will come back. To the warp studio. That's right. We're gonna force them back into their own house. Next week we watch Galaxy's Child. Whatever yes. that is. Jordy's a weirdo, huh? Jordy's a weirdo episode. Yep. Boy, that'll be fun. And it is it is the the skeeviest of skeevy episodes. Oh yeah, she's it was, I, it I like her because very she's uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> she actually says the thing that ever we are always thinking. You yeah, know, like she actually says you're disgusting. Well, and it also, but he gets all pissy about it, like as if he didn't. Yeah, and then the like calm. she apologizes yeah, to him. Exactly. At the end. I was yeah, like, it no, really comes out. This a is bit. not okay. <laughs> like now, they really should have. They they lost their nerve at the yeah, end. Yeah, I'm going. This is this is a total 1990s uh, thing going on here. That would never fly these days. <laughs> like, well, it's just that. Yeah, you're right. It's that old fashioned TV thing of. We it, we can't have one of our main characters be a bad yeah, person, yeah. so he has to be forgiven in the end. 
for his terrible, terrible things. For his terrible behavior. (laughs) Well, join us for that next week. Uh, You can, until then, email us. Go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast and buy our merch at Lunar Flare. Email us at warpthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at warpedtrack. Follow me at host warped. Follow Min for Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu live streams and podcasts at Web Maynard. And go to patreon.com slash warped to become a subscriber. Get access to early release episodes and bonus content. I'm very stuffy. I'm going to sound this. I'm going to sound so weird this week. You sound fine. You don't sound. I feel I can, I can, I can hear it in my own voice that I, I sound. Uh, easily whatever it's fine i'm not editing this week somebody else has to do it i'll do it i can do it okay uh anyways we until next week my name is sean balcony is closed my name is matt it's your boy jake all right good night everybody